Hello everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation Mon. This time we'll be covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 62, The Strange Floor. I'm May, and I'm joined by the bewitching Quinn. Hi! And the equally bewitching Chloe. Hello! I have to say I'm fond of that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I saw it and I was just like, that one. That one's pretty perfect. I wish mm. I could always use it. But again, I'm trying I live to be... for the compliments from Stranger. Fall fashion. Very good. Beautiful. Um, I feel like it's been a while since we actually all uh, yeah. were recording, like the three of mm-hmm. us. I feel like it's been... Because, like, people keep on being... Like, things keep on happening in summer. And mm-hmm. yeah, I feel... I, I really wanted to be in the last week's episode together, and it would have been a good one because Millennium oh, on it, and we always just go. Good. Last week's would have yeah, been pretty like, good to do together. Um, which, by the way, uh, the that I th- yeah, that was I, I, it was also at the top of mine, and I I put it on the top of our overall one because of just how yeah. we it all sort of balanced out. Uh, Chloe, do you agree with that being in the top one for yours? I put it in like fifth for mine or whatever but i'm down with doing it in first yeah, for the th- overall think, or whatever yeah when we record separately i'm able to like look at the numbers more and mm. kind of like find a better place for it when but when we uh when we record together i just kind of we, we talk it through and then i find yeah. it so uh, i just wanted to make sure that y'all were okay with that being in uh in top place because mm. we all uh we all gave it fives so that it was, was good that was cool oh that reminds me, though, I do need to make, I have to correct myself from last week, because I was informed, actually earlier today, that uh, Zed Millennium Mon is actually not quite the stupidest, because apparently, like, the Zed prefix is like an Aramaic term meaning evil or something. Was that what it was? Something along those lines? So, it makes a little more sense than I thought. It's still kind of a weird name, but it's not as dumb as I originally thought. That's fair. I mean, I feel like the dumbest one is still Moon equals Millennium on. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot that it's Moon equals Millennium Mine. Yeah, it's not even... It's. I think it's said as Moon Millennium on in the same way that Digimon Adventure colon is meant to be pronounced Digimon Adventure and then you don't say the colon part. Having uh-huh. said that, the official hashtag for the series, for the reboot, that uh, the Digimon Partners website and all the official stuff they're using is actually, in Japanese, Digimon Adventure colon. So uh, <laughs> I, I guess that's just what it's called, which just feels weird to me. Um, thanks, Toei, for the weird series of Digimon. Anyway, so in terms of this series of Digimon, because we haven't recorded for a while, I have almost sometimes forgotten how we ever record. Uh, so that, that that just blamed my brain. Anyway, so this week's episode had the Digimon basically taking up residence in an apartment building and kicking out humans in horrific ways of just having giant keyholes appear in their body that they can put their entire hand through which is horrifying yeah that was something oh that was so good and i hate to sound like every video game journalist ever but i got some persona feels on the (sighs) random like non-existent level yeah of course i did i'm i'm sorry i just like also shin megami tensei which is also yeah also other side picnic only vaguely though yeah not as much as you were expecting not as much as i was expecting I'm sorry, I only got Persona vibes and Shin Megami Tensei vibes. Anyway, this so... This is my uh, reminder that Atlas is terrible and you shouldn't buy their games. Atlas is terrible. Like, with with a lot of things, I just... 
I feel like I, whenever I think about Persona 4, I just remember that the, the whole takeaway was be yourself. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. It turns out myself is exactly who everyone always told me it was. <laughs> which defeated the purpose. Anyway, so my, my. this week's episode, which wasn't made by Atlas, but just gave me those feelings was that the Digimon are taking up residence in this apartment, kicking out humans, giving them keyholes in their face, really goes to investigate with her friend. Uh, meanwhile, Espimon runs away from home and then shows up at the apartment and puts a key through Ruli's friend's face. Uh, sure did. Horrifying. To and, help her, we should add. Yeah, to help, uh, which is just <laughs> horrifying. Clavis Angemon shows up, decides that he wants to punish Espimon. I'm waiting for Espimon to die because that's Please. just where I'm at with my opinions on Espimon, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, the, the main characters transport them to that digital dimension, but Aoi comes too because she has the key in her face still. <laughs> then we have the characters do battle, Lamormon gets frozen, and then when Thetismon evolves to Amphimon, she too gets frozen. We have a pretty well-animated fight between Cirrusmon and Clavis Angemon, and Espimon yells out to Hero when he sees that Cirrusmon is struggling. If he's the real hero, he should prove it by making him evolve, and then Espimon <laughs> evolves to adult. Yes, it's weird that uh, one... The one perfect couldn't do it. Two at two megas couldn't do it. One adult and a mega. Yep, that can do it. So he's able to help out. That is not and... my objection. It's one of my objections. <laughs> well, look, the way that they wrote it does kind of make sense because he just uses a sm smoke screen. Is able anyway, to grab the on weapon. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, little highlights and lowlights. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Then we are able to kind of stop Clavis Angemon just enough so we can do the whole, hey, um, humans don't like when you put keyholes in their faces. Mm -hmm. And then Clavis Angemon's like, oh, no, really, my bad. Oh, I won't do that again. Um, then well, we'll just and make more sure the that... point, yeah? uh, if you just go into an empty apartment complex, the humans don't actually recognize that you own it, which, you know, I, I guess is something we had to explain. On the other hand, I was more along the lines of, but what if the Digimon, you know, seized the means of production? Or, you know, yeah. of housing, as the case may be. And, uh, and, and yeah, and then the episode ends, and we have Espimon's whole, uh, you're not the real hero storyline wrapped up. Uh, yeah, that, that sure was gripping. <clears throat> Alright, discussion time. Let's discuss our discussions. So, what were our highlights this week? Uh, as always, the intro was spooky. Well done, intro. Yeah. The yeah, whole um, the whole holes in the body thing, oh, very yeah. spooky. Very unsettling. Mm -hmm. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, um, it reminded me of the, the eyes appearing on the body, but not... Like not in like enough that I feel like it was just done again. It, yeah, it was. Still it wasn't. Fantastic. It wasn't quite as directly disturbing. I wasn't as you know creeped out by the appearance of the keyholes. But then they doubled down on it with her reaching through to the back of her head. Oh god, oh, yeah. So yeah. They did, her putting her hand through her face and touching the back of her head just. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. They didn't have to do that, but they did. Like, when they first had the keyholes appear, I was kind of like, oh, it's probably not, like, actually a hole. It's just kind of just 
like a portal, I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but I sure didn't expect them to just double down on it and say, oh, no, 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 you can reach through the hole. And, like, my head hurt. It uh-huh. it oh. made my head, like, oh, this was... animated kids show made my head hurt from the idea of putting my hand through a hole in my head to reach the other side. That's that's great. I feel like... And they dwelled on it. Ah, oh, uh-huh. it was perfect. Yeah, it it wasn't just, like, a quick second. They held that freeze frame. Mm, they were just yep. like, hey, kids, do you want nightmares slash migraines? Which, yeah, a, a lot of Ghost Game likes to, like, give me imagery for what mm-hmm. migraines feel like. And mm. if, I sure does. If I'm, if I'm not in, like, pure agony from my migraine and I'm just kind of in this, especially, th- this especially happens after a migraine when my head still fe- feels kind of off. It's called post This is what post feels like. Uh, you've got a hole in your head you can put your hand through. Not necessarily painful, but it's not a pleasant feeling. Yep. It's well done, Ghost Game. And I feel like even on the episodes we've hated or at least not liked, the openings have always been something that we've said are the strongest points of an episode because they're so, they're so good. Uh-huh. Like, I kind of want to cut together all the opens from Ghost Game and then just show them to Brady. Because he doesn't care about Digimon, but I th- he does he does like um, cinema and media as art. Like he's one of those people who watches also, like just play Monster arty Disco and emotion. because that was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, all the openings and Monster Disco. Like while I'm enjoying Ghost Game, I feel like those things are like the highlights for me of the whole series. Mm-hmm. Not Very to say the true. rest of the series isn't good, but the openings are just all like just fantastic and they're creepy and. Like just no context horror, big fan of those. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the um, and the openings all feel fairly unique. I don't think we've had any that feel like they may be reminiscent of uh, other episodes in Ghost Game, but they've always been unique in their own way, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, this one decided to go Kingdom Hearts, which I have to say I I feel like was a strong choice to make once. Yeah. Oh yeah, the keys. That that's like one of the it one had things a key I know blade. about Kingdom Hearts. There it was had a damn keyblade. Key yeah, it's also nice to see Clavis Angemon. He's one. He's an older Digimon or old. We had doorways made of keyholes. Mm-hmm. And much like Kingdom Hearts, and this is coming from someone who's never played or really consumed basically any Kingdom Hearts media, it was good until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's also Ghost Game. Yeah. Yep. And that's me loving Ghost Game, by the way, is that a lot of it can be summed up was, hey, it was good, until it then wasn't. Yep. Yep, yep, very much so. Um, I, it's a highlight, but could also very well be a low light that just, you know, Aoi still has a key in her face when she goes back to the real world, and everyone is just like, we got bigger fish to fry right now than to address the key sticking out of your face. Including her. <laughs> yeah. I She's feel like, okay. Like, she first goes, where are we? Mm-hmm. Not. not there's a key ah! in my face. I'm, I'm assuming it's not painful because you'd, you'd not, notice, but. I can't focus on anything because it's my <laughs> it's nose, but key. massive. Yeah. Like, that, that's horrifying. Look, SP1 is the worst, not because of anything else he's done, but because he just didn't remove the key. Uh-huh. For some, and, and it was not necessary. They clarified that for us. He just forgot. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just, ah, uh, horrifying. 
but so I'm gonna yeah, that must say that's a highlight of just like wacky creepiness happening in the background of just the, the key's still there. I'm mm-hmm. really glad that the animators didn't just forget, like to, to, and then just have one shot where the key's not there. No, they left the key in there and they commented on it. Uh, horrifying. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Creepy. It was a little cliched and everything, but the spooky noises did get me a couple times. There were a couple times where we had a very sudden loud noise and I flinched. They got me. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea where it was going either. The whole time I was just like, this, this is horrifying. Like it was just mm-hmm. like a. Yeah, it was kind of like a nightmare almost. The, uh, yeah, it's creepy, which is which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have an optimistic highlight, which is that I don't know that this will be the case, but I deep I desperately choose to believe it. Um, I choose to believe that by being adopted by a side character, that we are phasing Espimon out now and not bringing in a new human partner. There have been like three times where we've been like, "Oh, is this going to be a new human, uh, new human partner?" And there, and it hasn't been. So please don't let this be the time. Yeah. Please let me dream. I'm concerned. On the other I mean, hand, it would be so good to have two girls on a screen. Yeah. With names. I suppose that's true. It could be worse if that is the direction we go with it. Like I, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind if that's if that's the case. I, I think it's just another case of human who lives alongside Digimon and just chills. I don't think it'll be the end of Espimon showing up. I feel like he'll still show up from time to time. But I think, I mean, again, this is, as you said, it's an optimistic highlight. I don't think that Espimon will be as grating for a lot of people. Like, I wasn't one of the people who is exceptionally annoyed by Espimon, but I can understand that he is exceptionally annoying to some, or to many, or to most. (laughs) And I have have a a feeling slash hope that he is not going to be as annoying because his main reasons for being annoying were finished in this episode, which is him looking for the real hero, which... I have a low light about that, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Well, and he was also real Sundari about it when Hero was like, I guess I proved that I'm the real hero, right? And he was like, uh, well, uh, I mean, uh... So I would not be surprised if we revisit the whole real hero stuff again. If we do, I hope it goes somewhere. But (laughs) if we just have that as a running gag, I'm gonna be pretty, like, pretty unhappy about it. Like, uh... But I'm, I'm hoping that that was the that that's the end of that running gag. We're not going to run that to like continue in, continuously yeah, running that. Yeah, god, I hope not. <laughs> it was it was in the ground like months ago. It is oh, yeah. basically about to pop out on the other side of the earth at this point. That's how they far spent we're going in. 5 months worth of episode yeah anyway we went back highlights we're still in highlights yeah Yeah. but we did go back and count when espimon was introduced and we've been doing this whole real hero stuff the entire time since then (laughs) yeah Uh, any other highlights uh just the general like you know the spooky stuff was great Mm -hmm. i really liked Mm -hmm. like and especially the like shots of people looking through the big weird holes in their hands those are really good um oh god the creepiness was just perfect Mm -hmm. and i was really interested in the the like digital apartment building stuff with the maze looking area i wish we'd done a little more with that Mm -hmm. but it was it was pretty neat looking yeah yeah um i i have like my other highlight besides the animation just being phenomenal that fight was so well animated the creepy aspect of 
the uh, apartment dimension that was well animated. My other highlight is it was fairly reasonably paced. It didn't mm-hmm. have any like yeah. It had a beginning, it, a middle, and an ending, and I appreciate that about an episode. And uh, I I sure wish that that were a given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some and one of the and I've said this from the start. One of the things about Ghost Game is that it is hindered by the fact that every episode is twenty minutes long. Because a lot of episodes have the pacing issue, like they'll spend too long on the introduction or like the investigation portion. And we've kind of phased out the investigation portion, which is sad because previously it was my favourite parts of the episode where we investigate the the Mon of the Week, the rumour that's going on. But because these episodes have been more like tied into the main characters they've been happening to friends of friends of the main characters or the main characters themselves or some somehow related to them we've not really had the investigation portion so that's maybe why we've been better paced lately because we've just foregone that little segment but overall this episode was fairly well paced and i appreciate that but again it is a problem mm-hmm. with ghost game that mm-hmm. yeah 20 minutes means that the battle only gets to be two minutes long and has to be uh, basically cut short randomly for whatever reason. Mm. Or just feels like we're just like, oh, time to explain why killing people's bad again. Yep, but we sure have time for all the evolutions. Yeah, and there were a lot of evolutions this week, but I I don't feel like it was necessarily a bad thing. Like, uh, maybe because it's a smaller cast. You know, just pointing out, (laughs) we we have priorities. Mm. At least, I mean, they're not doing split-screen evolutions, but they are combining them. They are in starting terms of to like, combine, which is nice. Yeah, which is nicer than we've had in. Uh, was it Adventure where we just never yes. like original Adventure where they just didn't uh, edit in the the split screens and it was just like evolution after evolution after evolution and it went for like entirely too long. Or there were episodes where, you know, there was a lot of plot going on, so we'd skip it entirely and we'd just glow for a second. Yeah, or just, like, when we just have, like, a, a cut and pa- and all of a sudden Togemon would be there. Uh-huh. Uh, my you favorite can was tell- the early yeah. episodes where they just spun around. Yeah, I, I love the, the spinning stock images. But anyway, uh, do we have any other highlights about this week's episode? Not really. Nah, not really. All right, uh, low light time. I feel like we might all have very similar low lights. Uh, mine was, I feel like it's a random and anticlimactic ending to the whole Espimon searching for the real hero. It just felt like, I mean, at least it went somewhere of... I guess. And that there was there was one episode of build-up of him last week saying, hey, I wish I could evolve. And this week he's saying, hey, you're not the real hero because I can't evolve. So at least But those are not related. That. But... Unless he's talked oh, yes, to Hero's a- dad, and Hero's dad has told him, "Oh yeah, you which know, my so son will help you evolve." Yeah, which and if that's the case, so say that sooner. Time. Yep, yep, yep. Oh yep. yeah, th- they could have done it better. But yeah, literally all he apparently had to do was say, "Prove it, make me evolve," and he did. <sighs> yeah, and I guess yeah. he's the real hero now. But I mean, I'm gl- I am glad that it went somewhere, and it wasn't just him saying, "You're not the real hero forever." I mean that that could still happen. That but I'm has glad yet that they... to be proven. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm happy that it didn't just continue on, or it actually had some, whether or not it's dumb or not or bad, it did have something to do with the episode. Like at least it went somewhere, even yeah. if that place uh-huh. was like a bit of a dead end. It went somewhere, technically speaking. Yeah, we, we will hopefully. Up the thing. Yeah. 
with any luck, we won't be doing it anymore. But we sure did have 25 episodes worth of time between the first You're Not the Real Hero and finally, okay, maybe you're the real hero. Yeah. Yeah, in a, in a real Cinderella way. But that's my main uh, low light for this episode. It's just like, that's such like a... Yeah, it, it's it's a kind it's of... It's a real letdown. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wish um, it was... I, I still wish that it was something like... I mean, this is my fault for uh, having expectations and then being kind of like, oh, my idea was better. Like, I'm not the writer. I don't have a say in what happens. But I still kind of wish that there was something that was more... I'm, I mean, akin to what we have in Atmon where the that he actually means Hero's dad or Hero has been replaced by whatever we have at the moment, which is some random AI or android... Uh, or maybe he, like Hero being a hologram ghost himself, it could have been Hero has a twin, which is like yeah. a clone, or uh, maybe so... there's a oh no, yeah. he was just mistaken. Yeah, which and is kind of a prick about it. Mm-hmm. Which was which was always a possibility, but I feel like it. I, I don't know. Since we're doing hologram ghosts, it would have been cool if the hero he's looking for is a hologram ghost or the hero that we have is a hologram ghost with the real hero lost somewhere. I wish we did something like that, but we didn't. We just had like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he was just mistaken. Um, I've got to rep my fellow Espimon haters. All my homies hate Espimon. Uh, my low light, my big low light, I guess, was just kind of everything Espimon about this episode, which unfortunately was like most of it. <laughs> Uh, highlight, or, you know, special shout-out to... uh, Wait, wait, wait. Espimon just has a key to this building? Does he... He lives here? No, I I got the impression that he ran away from home, and so he got a key to an apartment here because he ran away from home, and he just moved in, and that's why he was there, and that's why he had a key, and that's why Clavis Angemon was angry with him, because he, he, like, uh... well, that makes a little more sense, but it's also dang convenient, which, I mean, you know, of course it is. I gotta drive the plot somehow, sure, but, but just, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, gee, I mean, hero. a lot of... How, oh, yeah. go ahead. I was gonna say, a lot of Digimon just has random plot convenience, so I'm not gonna... Like, yeah. the only time where plot convenience has been actually well done was Atmon, because it all was according to the bad guy. Uh, but the, every other time it's I mean, just, they made it work, it, but I won't say that that was amazing. <laughs> Oh, it was amazing instead of, like, oh, we just happened to stumble upon the tags and crests that we need to proceed through the plot. There is that. Just randomly. So, uh, or the stone th- tablets of plot. That we just literally, we literally trip over the stone tablets of plot. <laughs> and it's, and Ghost Game, and, um, not Ghost Game, all of Digimon just does it. Where yep. we just have random plot things where we just, in some cases, literally trip over them. Yeah, I dream, though, in. of a better world where we get plot foreshadowed several episodes in advance instead of it just happening. Yeah. Yeah. You had 25 episodes yeah. and you brought up the evolution thing in the one right before this one. Digimon has never been, like, that great at foreshadowing. In Atmon, it was kind of, like, inc- like the foreshadowing was basically... Mostly just incredibly obvious, except for the bit I mentioned about the plot convenience, which I I still like. I feel like they wrote it was fine that 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 away, which is pretty good. Instead of like uh, just oh, pl- it's plot convenient because we needed them to get there. Yeah. So I, I just, Digimon's very not good with plot convenience and foreshadowing in general. It's just kind of like they either make yeah. it too obvious or they just bring it up the moment it becomes relevant. Like Jedi in 
the original 1999 adventure would just show up and like, oh, I forgot to mention, there's a prophecy, and it was always a very convenient <laughs> you prophecy. fulfilled the prophecy a minute ago, actually. By the way. Unironically yeah, shows up, up to tell him they've just yeah. fulfilled the prophecy he oh, never wow. mentioned. Yeah, and it wasn't like, you know, ten episodes before. It was only as it becomes relevant. So that's something that Digimon just doesn't... I mean, they're foreshadowed a few times, but most of the time it's just like, I'm going to foreshadow about what's happening in about ten minutes from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, real late for this one. Uh, G Hero, how come your dad lets you have two Digimon, mm-hmm. I guess? Well, I mean, he, he, he evolved Rudamon as well, so... Three. Yeah, yeah, maybe not, but... I'm I'm not confident that we either aren't getting a new person added to the team, which would be fine, or Espimon's just gotta be Hero's second Digimon, which I... Mm. Hero's second I, Digimon I when think... Hero already has the Digimon that is like six other Digimon. No, look, I, I honestly think that he's not getting another Digimon, it's just the... Vital Brace, it allows you to just evolve any Digimon that you are synced with. Same with why we got Rudamon evolving. So I, d- I don't think it's really the case of him getting another Digimon partner because Digimon partners, I guess, don't really exist particularly in, in this series. It's just kind of like they're just good friends. Maybe not like and- by mechanics, but like functionally they still do. Like, sure, Ruli oh, yeah, evolved Jellymon literally once and no one else has ever done it. Yeah. I, I wish we did that more, and also, just in general, I really like the the friendship that Ruli and Jellymon have. I want to see more of them just hanging out, because we've had that a few times, and it's always yeah. just, this it epi- makes me very happy. This season of Digimon decided to invent Digimon polyamory, and that's kind of interesting if they would literally care about it at all. <laughs> They've done it twice, and then n- never again. Like, And when they did it, it was so much later than the first time it happened it was kind of like a oh i forgot they could do that that's neat i sort of suspect it'll come up in the ending you know sequence which you know will actually be some decent foreshadowing if so but why don't they care about this kind of neat thing that they broke Mm -hmm. some ground on yeah i'm gonna be pretty disappointed if it's just a case of like Ruli and Kyoshi are incapacitated or something, and then Hiro is just able to evolve all three of them. Like, I'm gonna be like, that is some adventure colon tai chi. Oh, but you know it will be. That is some zero two dimension of dreams. What else could it be? His name is literally Hiro. Yeah. Yeah, but I hope that it's not the case. I hope that it's anything but that. I just, I I mean, I I feel like Hiro's fine, but I I think that Ruli and, uh, Kyosha are better written than Hero because they feel like they have more characters than Oh, they characters. do. I mean, it's not just that None they feel like it. well written. Uh, oh, yeah, but Hero is probably the worst of the yeah. three. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, even I'm have f- Hook and I. I am fine with Hero being that like kind of a, a blank slate because it's it's kind of the uh, meant to be like the viewer's insert character. That's why he's kind of a blank slate. So I'm fine with that. But I do like when we whenever we get like any character moment of Kyosha or Ruli being characters. Yeah. Um, last low light we had on our list. Uh, what was up with Impmon in this? Like he haunted the cell phone at the beginning, but then later was no. just like, I just live here. Wait, did he? Yeah. Who's cell phone? Yeah. He, he, there's a little Impmon icon on the, the cell phone early in, in or maybe, one of the spooky bits. Was it maybe oh, on a that. door, not a cell phone? I can't remember now. I can't remember, but yeah. 
We're, we're sure bringing back a lot of old season Digimon, but but evil, and god, I hope that there's something to do with evil Ryo involved in all of that, but... I would die. Not, I, I would die. Ah, oh, that's it, that's it. I'm predicting the end of the series, which is Millennium Mon finally beat Ryo and turned him evil, and they came to this dimension to conquer it, or something. No, but what, what if this is actually just a sequel for Tamers? I mean, I know I said that about Adventure Colon being, like, a stealth sequel to Frontier, but also what if this was a stealth sequel to Tamers? <laughs> I'd be down. That's fair. I went looking through the intro to see if uh, I could figure out where Itmon showed up, but I have a, a, a belated low light. We explained oh, no. the keyholes in body parts, but we sure did not explain, like, you know the sand drowning that happens or the dude who's hung up in the sees you know a vision of himself I think tied up in a spider web but that's not super uh, clear i guess that yeah that would make sense but it, yeah not very clear yeah or impmon was on a phone okay but i guess that must have just been you know yeah impmon literally just lives there but i thought it was gonna be like maybe impmon is involved and we get some deals but uh nah Nah. It'd be, it'd be weird if the mod of the week was a child-level Digimon at this point. Well, I mean, that's why I was thinking we'd get some Beelzemon involved, if if so. Oh, yeah. But nah, a fam just lives here. <sighs> I mean, and in, apparently in, uh, decided to harm a college student. Uh-huh. I mean, isn't next week's episode called Gluttony? And I'm pretty sure that Beelzemon is the deadly that's sin of Gluttony. So maybe, I mean, if, if Beelzemon's in next week's episode, I'm wondering if the Itmon is Beelzemon. That'd be, That'd be pretty kind sick. of surprising. I'm not. Ex- and if, if so, if Beelzemon... we'll probably support that whole Tamers sequel. I'm, I hate and it. And now at this point, but I'm wondering it. if we're, if this season has something to do with the Deadly Sin Digimon, because if we do get Beelzemon, that is, like, we've had Lilithmon, who is the Deadly Sin of Lust, and then if we have Gluttony, that's the... You know, obviously the deadly yeah. sin of glut- gluttony, which is Beelzemon. So I wonder if we're just doing the deadly sins. Are, are the bad guys in the series? Yeah, hard to say. What? I, I, I can't remember what the- I know Leviamon's also there, who is super cool. Have the I, seven I'm gonna, sin the to- Digimon ever meaningfully, like, outside of just they exist? Have they mattered? Uh, in in uh, Cyber Sleuth, they existed. Okay, I mean, I remember that part. I just, as, a, as a rule, I knew that they were a thing prior to that but other than yeah. just an entry in a wiki saying hey oh yeah this no, thing no, the, the, yeah um they, they existed as um in in, in cyber sleuth uh, but i'm just noticing that Luce, i'm just remembering that lotus lutusmon lucemon is one of the deadly sins and because he's pride and we do have lucemon's child form in the opening a- animation for Ghost Game, so... Okay, maybe not impossible. Maybe. Ah. Maybe not impossible. Please, uh, you please know, be Lamar. a Tamer's sequel at this point. That'd be so stupid. Yeah. I would be just incredibly there for it. <laughs> yeah, just looking through these, like, I feel like all of these could fit fairly well into Ghost Game. Like, we've got Leviamon, who is just a really cool dragon lizard man. Daemon, who is, you know, as the name would imply, a demon. Uh, Belthmon, which is just, like, Hero's dad is Yamaki calling it. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we could do something pretty cool with the, the seven great demon lords, so that, that'd that be neato. Uh, do we have any other lowlights? Um, I 
don't believe so. Yeah, nah. All right, so time to talk about our favorite characters. Mum was definitely Aoi because she's the only character who uh, is a character, and she seems pretty happy about taking Espimon away from us, so that's cool. That's valid. Yeah, yeah. Chloe, who is your favorite character? I also went with Aoi. Uh, she did exactly what I think I would do if I got a big old hole in my face, which would be stick my hand into it. Ah, uh, that's fair. Um, and she took that surprisingly well. And yeah, she she was she was a good. Um, yeah. I especially liked uh, looking her looking through her hand post keying. Oh yeah, that was post mm. post key. Aoi is my favorite character. Yep, yeah. Yeah. You could say that Aoi had an Aoi. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No, I would no. not. Okay. You could, uh, cool. but I won't. You should. Quinn, are we going character or abstract concept? The power of the Keyblade. Okie dokie, abstract concept it is. Power of the Keyblade. In terms of rating, I gave it a three. I feel like overall, this week's episode was, while it did have the fault of having Esimon's storyline kind of peter out into a kind of wet fart, we didn't... It has like, me it, questioning over- if they knew what the resolution was going to be when they wrote it. That is true. But overall, it's fairly inoffensive, so I'm giving it my usual... In- hey, this episode was inoffensive, and there were even bits I liked, which is a, a three out of five. It, which is... It's fine. Uh, Chloe, what are you rating this week's episode? I gave it a two. Um, for largely the same reasons. There were a few things I liked, but uh, it... It felt especially flat after last week's episode, and I'm a little mad that we didn't, you know, remember that Hero put the cataclysm in his pocket. Yep. <laughs> Nothing yeah, came I'm, of that. Also, Espimon is always just exhausting, so I'm, I'm giving it a yeah. two. That, that, is, that is fair. I, yeah, I'm, I'm still wondering why he decided to take Moon Millennium on the catastrophe monster with him but I'm hoping that goes somewhere uh, Quinn, what is your rating? I gave it a 2.5 Just, a 2. yeah, 5. very similar reasons it, it was it was fine, it checked the boxes Espimon could have been toned down to like a 6 I sure didn't, you know, wasn't out here rooting for the Espimon evolution mm-hmm. I'll be honest Yeah, I, I've been waiting for it to happen for a while so I, I'm just kind of like, a, oh, I guess we have less it. Less like a Tenga, so there's that. Yeah, I'm really glad that he looks le- less like a Tenga. Like that, that, that's my main, my main highlight is that hopefully we get to not see how he looks. Uh, anyway, so that means that it gives us an overall score of seven point five out of fifteen, which means that it is ranking around episode 53, King of Knowledge, and episode 39, Contagion Island, and let me see, what was 20... and 25, which was uh, Crimson Banquet. Um, I feel like it might go at the bottom of all the 7.5s, because looking through them, I feel like we all seem to enjoy all the other 7.5s probably more than this, or at least... Yeah, that's what I was going to say, at least. So, I... Maybe under episode 25, which was the, uh, that was the the vampire episode, which t- was like a, a hero episode, even though it felt like a ruly episode. So uh, under that, I guess? Ooh. Yeah. Okie dokie, I will place it under there. Uh, in terms of my own, so that means it's in 52nd place between episode 40, Spiral Beach, also an Espimon episode, and episode 25, Crimson Banquet, which was pre-Espimon, 
but it was a hero episode. Disguise is a really one. In terms of my own ranking, it's in 39th place because I just really like the animation. I, I know I've always said that I'm not really one to care about the animation, but that this series has made me care about the way that they can animate things. I guess as a Digimon fan, I was kind of like, eh, animation doesn't matter because the animation in Digimon is, hasn't always been fantastic at all. It's never been uh, a huge priority. <laughs> no, but th this series has really sold me on how good animation can really improve something and how the animation is really, really important. And I, for lack of the better word, I'm just going to say really, really important. I'm, there's a better word there, but I, I'm really tired. So I'm just going to say um, really, really important. Integral. There we are. Found the word. Uh, integral to giving it that creepy, creepy atmosphere that Ghost Game has really been good at. So... I'm putting it there because the animation sells me. Chloe, where are we putting this in your ranking? 56th place. 56th place. So that is between Wall Crawlers and Payback, I believe. Uh, that sounds right. I can get it yep. pulled up and verify. No, I'm just looking at mine. Yep, that, that is 56th place. Yes. And Quinn? 50th place. 50th place. So kind of all in the same yeah. realm. So that yeah, means 39th place for me, 56th place for Chloe, and Quinn 50th, and overall 52nd. So that's that's pretty valid. Um, also, I mentioned this in the episode that it was just Chloe and I, but Quinn, I do actually have an average of uh, our, our ratings for the entire series so far. So um, the, the answer may shock you, but I actually have the lowest average. Really? Of, uh, yeah, I, I, on average, I'm giving like a 3.5. Quinn, you're giving a 3.5, but it rounds up to like 3.6 because it's 3.58, while mine's 3.52. And Chloe has 3.69, which is pretty nice. Hey! So, nice. <laughs> Go me. So, yeah, so that's like 3.7, I guess. So Chloe nah. has the highest nice rating of uh, of us so yeah which surprises I'm, chloe, me yeah chloe is pretty shocked that mine was the lowest but i have given some like the zero really uh yeah knocks off that weighting yeah it seems like I yours would like... probably tend to be more towards the extremes and maybe that's why the average is lower yeah yeah and quinn's quinn's also given a zero i forgot about that you quinn did. Quinn was the first to give a zero and i gave oh. a zero two wow episodes, like, two episodes okay. two episodes later i gave a zero so, uh, what was episode 38? Episode 38 was... Uh, I gave it a 4, apparently. So, whatever episode 38 was, I liked it, but Quinn did not. The uh, Diviner. Oh, that was the first one with Thespimon. Yep. Yeah. I stand by that. That, that tracks. <laughs> that, that tracks. And what was episode 40? Because Chloe gave episode 40 a 4. I gave it a Spiral zero. Beach. Oh, yeah, I really didn't... like. Also, Espimon episode... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. had really so cool visuals. Yeah. I love yeah, Calamari I just, Man. I, I, I just, yeah, okay, Calamari Man was pretty good, but I just was not feeling that episode. There was, but uh, yeah, you so do. I've given zeros. Chloe, you need to, like, what's the... Apparently you need a zero, or you're no, going to be the you... most positive about this series. No, the highest uh, Chloe has given is a 1.5. I haven't given sorry, anything lowest, a yeah, 1 lowest. yet either, huh? No, I thought I yeah, gave... Yeah, you haven't uh... given a 1. I didn't give a one to like, episode seventeen. I didn't give episode, episode 17, seventeen a one. A you gave it a one point five. 
Wow. Well, if I don't come across another one, I might retcon that to be a one. Yeah, just just so you just so you have one. Yeah. But uh, that, that I guess that that explains why yours is just a little bit high, but more, more or less, yeah. ours all kind of like average to three point five is, which is mm-hmm. like that 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 is a passable show, right? Yeah, it's it's watchable for children. Ben Colin. Watchable for children, yeah. Uh, do we have any miscellaneous thoughts? I just wanted to bring up the uh, I do, the ratings just because I've been I've been charting it. Uh, yes, go off, I guess. Uh, I love that as the result of really terrible marketing in the fifties by Americans after we you know bombed the country. Uh, really terrible, crappy apartment buildings are referred to as mansion mansions. Yeah, I love it every time it comes up. So I thought I would share that. Yeah, that is, that is something that's like I, I guess I've never thought really thought about why they call uh just like apartment c- complexes that kind of a not like extra like we've got like some fancy apartment complexes in the city the really like you know extravagant ones but then there's like the ones in this yeah the series, Soviet just, style like, block a, apartments yeah which yeah and very it is funny that, was this yeah they they just call it mansion which is. Yeah. It's just like, marketing in the 50s that yeah. stuck around. You because... think it's tongue-in-cheek, but it's actually just, you know, residual branding. <laughs> yep. Well, and yeah. people at the time didn't know what the term meant. Yeah. So now it just means crummy apartment. Yeah. I love it. Really makes you think. Now that we're done with the discussion, let's move on to pondering Postmon Pat and predictions. So, going over to the YouTube comments for Postmon Pat. First up, we have Digi Danny, who says that they feel like Moon Millennium will tie into Gullis' evolution. And it's kind of strange out here, I wanted to keep him around. They usually send Digimon to either Clockmon or Mummymon, so mm-hmm. this is most likely going to be plot-related. And yet, that was one of my main points uh, when yeah, I was reviewing last week's episode, is that, like... It feels kind of weird that Hero's just like, I'll keep it, rather than... Yeah, I'm going to keep this one. The really Mm -hmm. dangerous one. Maybe he just thought it was cool, like, a kid going to a beach and finding a shell that he really liked, and like, I'm going to keep this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Like, Haru, I would have believed, and like, you know, would have felt like had some reasons for it, but, but Hero is just pretty blank slate as a character. Yeah, again, I feel like that he's just blank slate because of the... The, the watcher can kind of like say, "Oh, that's me," and puts their own. Yep. Like his main personality in. trait is has an ID with his name on it. <laughs> his 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 yep. main character point is insert here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Next, we have Allison, who says that episode sixty-one really had the most unexpected Digimon to put in a zombie episode, or maybe not because of the reincarnation thing. And they did Ampimon dirty by not putting her into fight against Zed. The debut of the three Megas finally together against Zed would have been really nice. Also, the face reveal of Angorama made it clear the situation escalated quickly, and yeah, definitely did. But uh, also, they they said, can we just the fact that this is the second time Zed Millenniumon is used in a love story? Um, yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that is a, that, that is a disturbing yep. thought. Mm. And that's the thing. Last week's episode was... Like, I, I, I guess we recorded diff- um, separately, so I didn't get to say this, but it gave me the same feeling as the Ajataramon episode, where I wasn't... Like, the episode finished, and I didn't know what to think. I was like, <laughs> do I give it a three? I don't know what my emotions are doing. But that's because <laughs> I was sad. That's it was fair. a yeah. sad episode. It was, and we like, didn't even see... Uh fiance get any closure he sure no he's just 
He's he, just got so much trauma. Yeah, the last thing he, we see... messed up for life. Yeah, the last thing we see is him getting taken back to the real world and slowly digitally fading out as he says his dead fiancé's name. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's and it, that it, poor it's man. Just tragic. It's tragic the whole way through for this character who will probably never be seen again. We have yeah. him... Uh, cuddling with a corpse on the couch, which oh. is just that, that hit my heart. That like so, I know it's so it's we a run into it's two gross, options it... now, which is either he takes this to his grave and decides it was a hallucination, or he tells literally anyone about it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he, he's and he's going like, to have some like yeah. to an asylum. <laughs> yes, you know he, there, there's definitely a lot of. I really want to check up on the humans of the week who just have trauma now. I God, know. Please, please. someone do like a, a manga about just all of the traumatized humans in this series. That's the podcast. That's the next podcast. There you go. Just like, role play the characters we, who should be so traumatized. We we need we need to make sure they have there. We need a therapy mon to make sure like which actually is now on there is a therapy app. Yeah, but no, he's, okay, he's no, a I'm Glock. Not, Fair. We need we need a therapy mon with a Glock. We need we need someone checking up, doing like welfare checks on these people. I love how angry I've made people. all the gun nerds. <laughs> Maybe, but no. I'm just sorry. Just thinking about last week's episode again is getting me like emotional. Like it's just what a what a good episode. But it good episodes seem in Ghost Game seem to like not register immediately as a good episode for me. That because I, I just have to like process every single emotion that the episode has given me which is good i guess but yeah it's just wow that that was and yeah it was a love story um millennium on is a romance fan i guess anyway so uh next up we have lazy croconaw who says the episode was really great they love the more darker color palette the animation of the corpses and everything about some of the things they feel like the digivice lighting up is just the way it calls for uber which yeah, that, that makes sense. And without being there, the corpse being the weak point can be rationalised as in Millenniumon was using it to be awake and once it's destroyed, no Millenniumon. And they wonder how far the fiancé was willing to go to the corpse being alive, like, I don't know, married or something. And maybe, like, I it's... The more I think about it, it just makes me, like, I don't know, more emotional. Yeah, like, it just, like I can uh, sort of get it, but yeah, I, I sure don't want to dwell on some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they finish off to say that episode 62 is probably going to be one of the last non-plot episodes, depending on what they decide to do. And, I mean, I would argue that episode 62 did have some plot. It was a very contrived but plot episode because we spent 25 episodes leading up to... It was plot only because they spent so long screaming, this will be plot eventually. Like, I don't care about this. It's only plot because they foreshadowed it. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I'm sorry for bringing it up again, but still, it's better than what we got in Colin, which we were like, we're going to Farga! And then they went to Farga, and it was, like... I don't. They, they were just a battle there, and then they didn't dwell on anything other than just like, oh, it's a battle. All right, now we're gonna do the great catastrophe, and then they went and did the great catastrophe. Also, we started naming 
you know, the bad guy after the four biggest corporations in the world. I love that they've since changed their acronym to FANG with two A's to sound more threatening. Well, because they had to add Netflix. Yeah, if we needed to add Netflix, you know, that incredibly powerful company that's changing the world by cracking down on people sharing passwords. I think it's more just about, like, you know, the big tech hires. Hey, they came out and said that that was posted in error, which is the funniest thing, because no, it wasn't. No, nobody believes for a second that it would that nobody thinks like oh it's yeah, no, like no, when we wrote up this whole thing and and we've been talking about doing it for years but it, it was an accident yeah and twitter like a few months ago did the exact same thing where they were like hey we don't want you talking about linktree or any other social media sites they're still doing and then it fi- they, no no they they're not five, API no. access Oh yeah, they did they, that. But in terms of like the link tree thing, that like five hours later they said, "Oh, that was posted in error." Like, mm-hmm. just I, I guess technically yes, it is an error because everything Musk does is an it, error. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which and also just like it was an error, like it was a mistake to implement that as a as a rule. But the fact that they're just imp- like saying, "Oh, oopsies, error," makes me just think like they just like you know slammed on their keyboard, and all of a sudden all the words came up that says no more posting about Linktree or no more. Sh- you have to like uh, go home every thirty one days to sync your Netflix account, and then just like slam on the keyboard again. Look, and the oh, oh no, it posts itself. That. Uh, you're not allowed to talk about Linktree. I would be terrified if it turns out that it's just, like, AI making these mm. rules, and that's why they keep on saying things that are, like, posted in error. Nah, it's just that Honestly, sufficiently it, <sighs> stupid CEOs are indistinguishable from current generation AI. I was gonna say, I might actually be happier if it was uh, AI, because then we could just have a human fix it. <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced Musk is not just Microsoft Tay in a human suit. Yeah, some of the things that that Musk says uh, don't feel like they're real people things to say. But anyway, um, enough about Colin and the situation of social media, which... And Fargo. We're just mm-hmm. living at, Mon. Um, let's go on to the next comment, which is from Narumi, who says they loved episode 61 because it was very emotional, had consequences, and they didn't bring Manami back to life at the end of the episode, and that, that is true. And they weren't expecting Millenniumon to be the Mon of the Week. They think the Crystal of Moon Millenniumon will cause a disaster in the future. Maybe Gullus Gammon will absorb it and evolve to evolutions that I'm not going to say the name of. We do know that there are evolutions, but I won't say. Appreciate I don't, don't want to spoil too much. Because, yeah, y- y'all aren't uh, using the Vital Bracelets where all the evolutions are there on the Vital Bracelets. We're not the cool existing. kids who hang out with the Bevs. The, with the Bevs, <laughs> no. Not with, not with the Bevs. Next we have Maxis, who's, who says Monster Disco is a god tier ending, and yeah, basically I feel like that's the con- that's like the consensus. I posted about it on on uh, on Twitter the other day and about how Monster Disco is the best ending, and everyone was just like, "Yep, no lies detected." Like that 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 is yep. that is uh-huh. true. Regardless Such of your opinions ending. on Ghost Game, you agree that Monster Disco is the best outro. Yep, correct. Yeah, possibly. Well, I won't say of anime because that's just that's just a lie. Oh, but, but of Ghost Game, of Ghost for Game, sure. yes. Yeah. Honestly, maybe of Digimon. Like, I've never, like, the I haven't seen have enough really... of Digimon as a whole to have claimed that confidently, but I did think about I'm, saying I'm it. I'm willing to give it definitely top ten, probably top five. Yeah, I mean, the endings don't really, there was one in Adventure Column that I really like. Yeah. But mostly the endings, I don't really, aren't that memorable to me, but, geez, Monster Disco's good. Mm-hmm. That, that is an ending without, with intro energy. 
Anyway, next, Daniel Smith says, Honestly, episode 61 was the scariest non-ghoulist episode so far. It felt like it was they were playing some chapters of Survive more than anything. And yeah, absolutely, Survive has the same survive. sort of feels. Please do. I think about it all the time. I, you started it, I didn't love you? I have played the first chapter. Yeah. It it escalates from there. It it really it goes a lot of places, like chapter three onwards. And I still maintain that if if anybody is a fan of Digimon and ha- likes the anime but feels like the anime could do certain things, play Survive because ev- yeah, because everything I've ever wanted from the anime, Digimon Survive did. <laughs> Ghost game, but it's rated sixteen plus. Uh-huh. Yeah, ab- absolutely, Kinda and goes even like harder. The vibe like I was getting yes, like. Please, please play. I really need to hear your thoughts on Digimon Survive. Okay. Maybe I need if, to get a decent laptop y'all... again because I uh, broke my my really nice one. Yeah. Oh, you're playing it on PC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that that, that makes sense. But uh, I I would love to like maybe once Ghost Game is done to possibly cover it on the podcast, even though it has been it's been out for quite a bit now. I guess that means we can be like as open with spoilers as possible. Yeah. Do you but yeah, I just I I, I really need I need, really need to hear your thoughts. Anyway, uh, next uh, they say what made this episode feel different was the death uh, was discussed throughout the episode, and we got to know the character more. Not mm. quite Pokemon, but at least not just oh hey, random people are dying. That's a shame. And the team technically kind of killed a person this episode. Yeah, she was dead, but her consciousness was still there, and that's pretty chilling. And yeah, that that was that was kind of spoopy. Mm. And again, that guy needs therapy. <laughs> Next, we have Ray of Truth, who says in Adventure Colon they hated how easily Zed Millennium was defeated by War Greymon. Absolutely, that was what that that was just no. Especially when the show loved using Omnimon all the time. Zed Millennium in Ghost Game feels like a multiversal threat. But the show gave it a, resp- a reasonable weakness. The Millennium's form being stabilised by a human weak point allows a normal Mega to defeat it without feeling as weak. And yeah, I still feel like it It lets felt him more come threatening. back and be, you know, kind of a thing later without feeling like a total cop-out. So yeah, I'm with uh-huh. it. Yeah. We also have Andrew, who didn't expect Millennium to show up. They were expecting just a zombie or demon-possessed Digimon. Not Millennium. And yeah, same. They- Big same. Yeah, and they're kind of comparing it with, again, the reboot having Millenniumon build up and then not going anywhere with how Millenniumon kind of just happened in this episode, like, without any build up, but felt more meaningful than all of Millenniumon's build up only to be destroyed fairly easily in the reboot, which is, yeah. Uh, then we have Jaysimon05, who points out that it's the first time that I didn't uh, explain an evolution, an armor evolution of an armor Digimon that appeared, <laughs> and... That, that, that is true. I think usually when I point them out, it's when it's one that didn't show up in Zero Two. Maybe that's why I didn't. But yeah, Submarimon is uh, is an armored Digimon, and I'm always... Yeah, I, I guess that wasn't particularly worth commenting on, I thought. But yeah, yep, Submarimon did show up and was a vehicle. I just like how he was kind of like spinning around in uh, like doing like little zoomies. Yeah, he was, he was yeah. spinning. Yeah. That made me happy. Uh, then they say regarding episode 61 and the comment about the mega designs matching the adult designs they've always viewed the perfect level of many Digimon as the most imperfect like sort of an awkward teen phase the Mons tried out a few new things went overboard as teens do then found the right balance of who and what to be and yeah I guess that's the point 
I still I, really like Lamont Mon. Yeah. Being a monster. Like, just, just, just being a monster. Yeah. I, I, I wish that kind of went more places. Yeah, I wish that mattered to the character and that, that, like, you know, hey, buddy, you the most controlled person on the team, what's, uh, what's just going ape shit like? Yeah. You ever get tired of being nice? <laughs> Apparently he gets tired of being nice. And then calms down again, which I guess is kind of funny. Yeah. Next, and yes, we do have a lot of comments on on uh, on YouTube this week because I guess everyone was excited about Moon Millennium. It was a really it was good, a good episode. episode, yeah. Oh, it was a really good episode. And it uh, had we Moon have... Millennium on. I maintain and it had they need to have an additional equal sign in that name. Moon equals equals Millennium on? Oh yeah. my god. I'm dating anyway, such a next we have Dusio, who says it was honestly a really good episode, but they just feel it could have been two episodes. There was a lot to fit into one episode, but it would have been a little hard to stretch it into two as well. They feel if they explored the Vilemon being tracked a little more, or the physics project she was working on, um, and how and how it could be relevant to the plot, they could have. But they still hate the Millenniumon couldn't break the digital zone for all its power. And yeah, I guess it would have been nice to show a little bit more about what the project was that she was working on and make it kind of have more meaning for the plot. But I I'm still hoping that it leads to something bigger. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate women physicists showing up at all. Yeah, we've and we've had a few of them. We've had the uh, the one with the Morphmon... And I feel like we've had another one who was doing some shifty things. I wonder, they're mm -hmm. all, I wonder if it's all related or if they're just random humans of the week. Probably just randos. Uh, yeah, probably just randos. Uh, next we have Maddie who says that the episode introduced even more questions to the list. Millenniumon will be relevant for sure, but most likely as a plot device to trigger a bigger conflict. The only reason they were able to stop him uh, here was because he had a weak point due to the force link with a human. And the moment he returns, there won't be such a weak point again. And about Hero's dad, they think he's just stupid. He's not the one since the entity, according to Lilithmon, throws Digimon randomly to the real world. The first time we hear that was with Dark Lizamon and Sabredramon saying that they were thrown to the human world, while Hakuto, on the other hand, offers them to go there voluntarily, where the, their abilities could be useful and appreciated by humans, and maybe return some Digimon who were sent there by the one with Black Tailmon, who I'm, they're 100% sure is Hakuto's Digimon because of the card game. Hakuto's Tamer card was released together with the first Black Tailmon Uber card. And that, that, that's a possibility. Um, I'm not sure if him being a Tamer card means that he's actually a Tamer. I feel like... Uh, I think Kurada from Savers is also getting one. And he wasn't really a tamer, he was just kind of a human who had something to do with Digimon. So he could just be on the same level as that, so I'm, I'm not really sure. But it, it, if he has one, I'm pretty sure his partner would be Black Tailmon or maybe even Gammon. I mean, I'm sure he won't be the big bad because that would be too good. Yeah, TBH. He'll probably I'm, I'm still be hoping. in prison or something. Yeah, Possibly in the digital world, which he's he's Vamdemon's uh, prison in the digital world. Uh, next, we have he's Dash Rio's who says dad from Tamers, who somehow got moved over from the adventure world or something. We're gonna close yeah, the, all the, the plot holes. Or the real dad, who I'm pretty sure isn't the one in Tamers, which begs the question: Who is Rio's dad in Tamers? Where did he come from? Exactly. Did they move dimensions, or did he just get a new family with blackjack and hookers? That's still, like, the biggest question uh, about <laughs> Ryo for me is is just where did the... Because he was transported to the Tamers universe on his own. Yep. Who are these random people? Yeah, he just lives with 
some people. Don't worry about They're it. They're just... It, it's weird. Uh, anyway, uh, next we have Dash reInvent, who says they're tired of the show teasing stuff, and... Uh, this is the, the, the just how we're mentioning SU wanting to evolve. Isn't the first time overall, but they hope they can wrap it up soon nicely. Uh, yep, they, they do. They uh, He evolves in this episode, so wish granted. Next, we have Zintheon, who says they have a headcanon. Corpse Bride weakness was only a factor because Moon Millennium revived, revived itself in a human rather than a Digimon. A bit hard to make flesh digital, whereas a human Digimon cor- a Digimon corpse would have essentially been reformatted and thus no weakness for Zed. Yeah, that, that that's honestly you seems pretty need for Zed. Need for seed. Uh, also, with this week's episode, uh, with the episode, they kind of wonder if any of the characters ever look up the names of the Digimon they encounter, like they kind of do at the end show segment. The audience knows how much of a big deal Zed, Millennium, or Lilithmon are in the lore, but for all these kids, uh, no, is that they're just really powerful baddies. Yet, while someone like Witchmon or Weedmon almost took over the city, they're considered more common types of Digimon, and they clearly wouldn't know what a level is of an enemy aside from they are strong. Lastly, they do want to agree with the notion that art makes us feel things, whether good or bad. However, the the fiance was drastically grieving, and yeah, that was just that I'm was still emotional lot. about the yeah that was that was a lot like. I saw, uh, so, I can't remember who it was, but I saw somebody say that uh, episode 61 aired at like 9am in the morning uh, in Japan, which, you know, <laughs> who, who is prepared for this kind of thing at 9 in the morning? And I'm just like, who is prepared for that kind of thing at any time of the day? Like, I was not prepared going into that episode. It was I just, have to say wow. that, I bet that'll make some, like, you know, powerful memories for some children, and I don't think it was a bad thing to portray. Yeah. Oh no, it it is it is I'm really glad that they did it, but I'm yeah, just like, emotional about just, it. Yeah, good on them doing like a pretty real portrayal of yeah, death is a big deal. Uh-huh. And it's just yeah, it's just uh like I had to go downstairs and like hug Brady and was like mm-hmm. I'm glad that you don't work in a science facility with Digimon. Like, hold him tight. Don't do that. Um and if you do bring me a Digimon home, thank you. That's why uh, I'm but, putting yeah, my lab just... in the attic. If there's an explosion, well, you... Chloe will at least know about it. I think and I would hey, know about uh, it if it happened downstairs, too. <laughs> that's fair. I meant as opposed <laughs> yeah. to working in a lab elsewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That and, makes and, a hey, lot more uh, sense. <laughs> and hey, if, if, uh, if you get to Oops. meet Millenniumon, um, uh, ask him about Rio for me, about Rio's parents. Will do, will they? Anyway, uh, next we have KG James, who says they don't know why they're teasing Espimon's evolution like this, because we already have Megas, and having seen Espimon's adult form already, they really don't think it's going to be worth it. And uh, I, I guess I'm I glad that they kind yep. of tied that up fairly quickly. And then lastly, we have our last comment, because we have just a billion comments on YouTube. Shark Flynn says, while usually they are neutral on Espimon, he really didn't work with the tone of the episode. Yeah, agreed. The comedic injuries and his usual complaining felt out of place with the seriousness of the situation. There's a guy crying while cradling the corpse of his dead fiance a few feet away, but he's sulking about how unlucky he himself is. And yep. yeah, kind of, kind of agree there. Like, I mean, at least it kind of flowed into this week's episode, but overall, Still, like, like, what yeah. a weird combination of plot and and Espimon whining. Uh huh. Hmm. So now that we've got an Espimon evolution, where do we think the uh, that the series is headed from here? Do we think that we're going to get more like random filler, or do you think we're going to be more f- 
following some plot structure I think or we're some in the story home stretch. Arc. We've got maybe a dozen more. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the I same. Hope I'm down. Uh for memory, the spring like anime season has been announced and there is an anime that isn't Digimon replacing this, so I guess at some point in the Japanese spring we'll see the end of it or leading up to the Japanese spring I guess we'll see the end of it. Oh. So that's Yeah, ten fairly soon. Or so. Yeah. Which is like some people say that they, they feel like Ghost Game could go a hundred episodes and I'm loving Ghost Game, but I really hope that it could you know, is wrapping up in the next like yeah, I mean, yes, if if they want to, the formulaic, you know, as, nature of it means that uh, that they could do a Detective Conan with it, but they, they shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't want a Digimon series that goes forever. I like how Digimon just exists as a series and then wraps up and then moves on to another bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't even Pokemon. like when... Yeah, they don't... Which, I mean, I made that analogy a, a few months ago and then somebody pointed out that Ash is actually leaving Pokemon and they're Finally. Like, Finally. Yeah. But I still think it's a completely valid analogy. Yeah, it's still a valid... Cause he a lot was of the 11 time, you know, years old for a generation. Because it's one of the, the main differences between the, the animes is like Digimon, except for the case of Zero Two and Young Hunters, they sort of move on with a new universe, a new cast... And even with, with Zero Two, it was a new cast, which was, you know, I think a good choice. Oh yeah, like I still liked that, and but it was still like the same universe. The characters mm-hmm. still kind of existed. We still got Ty showing up. We had Rio, which technically. honestly, and and Rio technically yes. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm thinking that Ghost Game's done or do, do, being in the process of being done. It's almost done. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that which... was the season finale. Espimon <laughs> evolved. No. It's what you've all been waiting for. We're done. Oh uh, no, I would die. I'm really glad that we got that out of the way before anything. I was just thinking uh, earlier. I mean, we had to have the Espimon evolution. That was something that it'd be weird if we didn't have. Yeah, you knew but it was on the vital bracelet that... or whatever. Yeah, I, my I'm miscellaneous glad that thought. It got... Is that I hope yep. we don't get another one before the end of the series. Oh, no. Well, I can happily say that we don't have an Espimon perfect or mega form. It's oh, just an adult. Good. So Thank you. That's good. good. That's happy. good news, I guess. So, but what I was saying was, I was just thinking about how I'm glad that we didn't try to combine the Espimon evolution in with another like, an important plot episode or any yeah. other evolution episode, I'm glad that it at least got its own one just because it's not going to seem like kind of like a random thing to happen in an important episode, and it was something yeah. that they had to get out of the way. So I- I'm fine with it. Again, this week's episode was not... Like, it was kind of like it existed. It was it was inoffensive to me. Uh, so next week's episode is called Digimon Ghost Game episode 63. I don't know why I read that part out, but I did. It's called (laughs) Gluttony uh, because I'm really tired. So I've already kind of mentioned that I wonder if we're going to get Beelzemon. I'm wondering if Ghost Game's setting up for Big Bads being uh, the 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 seven great demon lords or something. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Do we have any other predictions? I'm, I'm, I very much do unironically hope that they say screw it, they bring in Rio and evil versions of, of previous, uh, you know, Tamer, uh, and other partners and just really do something silly and weird with Ghost Game. Yeah, 
I mean, that'd be cool. Like, I don't think that's gonna. Happen, I don't think that's necessarily what's gonna happen, but that's 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 my hope. And if that happens, then I'm gonna claim that you know I knew it all along, and I I have an uncle who works at Nintendo. <laughs> Uncle yeah, absolutely. At, uh-huh. Uh-huh. at the Digimon universe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Quinn was really the writer of all the Digimon all along. Mm. Excuse you. <laughs> You're right. It, it, it would be better written if that were the case. <laughs> yeah, there, there would be a lot more girls kissing and probably yeah. more boys kissing, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm still like, I'm still sad that we didn't get any boy witches in the Witchmon episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was bullshit. Absolutely. Pardon my language, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fair. It, it, it was. You were right there. So, do we have any other predictions for gluttony? Um, I hope we don't get weird about eating disorders. Yeah, it sure kind of looked like we might be, and yeah, I yeah. would be against that, ideally. I'm really hoping that they don't. Um, but yeah, Nave said like we've done phobias before, I guess, and I guess an eating disorder could count as a phobia. So now I'm kind of like I did. I now I'm kind of worried that they're doing that. Like that's and yep, that sure feels it like kind of seem like with the uh, with Marie or whoever it was, kind of looking, you know, gaunt, gaunt and and <laughs> though. Yeah. Then again, I I remember Sailor Moon doing like a pretty. Good That's true. Episode, or at least I, I remember it being good. Episode uh-huh. very early on about the dangers of. Um, they did, and it, it and... was a pretty good one. I don't trust Ghost Game to randomly do a twenty-minute PSA about anorexia that that lands well. Mm-hmm. I feel like that episode of Sailor Moon is probably like the one I remember the most. Like, oh, it really it's such stu- a really good stu- episode. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not possible. I'm saying I, Ghost Game is not that well written. Ghost Game is no Sailor yeah. Moon. Yeah, but you are right. Ghost Game is no Sailor Moon. We do kind Any of get other... magical girl sequences. That's true. That's true. Amphimon is a magical girl. Yeah. Oh, and and I guess one last low light. Amphimon didn't like get to do any random like English in this episode, which made me sad. Yeah, it was a bummer. It's one of my yeah. favorite things about her. Alright everyone, so thanks for listening to another episode of Lost in Translation 1. You can find a link down link in the description and you can contact us and stay updated. You can leave us a comment on this episode on YouTube, join in on the conversation and for a full list of ways to find out about the podcast across the internet such as YouTube, TikTok, Twitch and Twitter, head over to my link tree which is linktr.e slash lost in translation 1. If you enjoy the podcast or videos, you can show your support by signing up on Patreon and get some cool rewards and help us hit milestones. Stones. And thank you to our existing current supporters on Patreon. Existing and current would mean the same word there. Don't know why I said that, but I did. So we've got Stephen Reeves, who's one to four on our cover own. Kadawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236. Neobu, who says you should follow Twitter. Twitter? You should follow Twitter. <laughs> you, should you, should follow, follow Chis- you should not follow Twitter. No, the worst thing is I that I think I made the too. exact same error last week when reading yep. out the outro, so mm. that's just shame on me at that point. Oops. Uh, you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236. Lismud, who is a lifeman on Tumblr, Nicholas, Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter and Hunter Watch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Shelby, Diddle Hazard, who is on Twitch at the Diddle Hazard, Dropimon, Vmontainer, and Joe. You can also make a one donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash ergemon. You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash erdra, and that is it for another week. 
Do we have any other things that we want to uh, say for this podcast? Or are we ready to let me rest? Because I'm so tired. That's why I can't talk. Him got the big tired. Yeah. The big tired. Then let's have the big sleep. Watch so, the magical thanks. revolution of the genius young lady and the reincarnated princess. And also I got the uh, names in the wrong order, but it's pretty okay. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty gay, at least. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll find it. It's been uh, right. I, yeah. I, will add, I will add that to my ever-growing, never-ending list of things that I have to consume. So I guess we will sign off for another week. So thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye! Bye-bye! Bye-bye.